uh, on the 12th letter. Okay, the 12th Hebrew letter or Hebrew alphabet is Lamed. Okay, so Lamed, the 12th letter of the Hebrew alphabet is the symbol of learning. Super interesting. It is translated literally as the word for learning. Master, yeah? uh, no, no, cannot see the page. Only can see the revelation from Hebrew. Okay. How come uh, it's not <laughs> moving? Uh? Hey, my sight is moving. How are? Uh? Do you click next? Are they? Yeah, but why so slow okay to come now? out? Uh? Okay now? No, okay. Yeah, now I can see it appear there also. Okay. Oi. I didn't click that one, it come out. Uh. <laughs> Just now you click, then uh, it responds to Now only coming out. Uh. Yeah. Is it the internet or what? Okay, let's try. Uh. Continue and see. Because last time I just touched, then it will happen. Okay. I forgot recording. Okay, I'll like re restart like you just started. <laughs> so, so okay okay so I'll start again yeah like you know you just started then so that the recording will look nicer okay so for today's uh session we are going to do the 12 hebrew letter or the hebrew alphabet lamet okay you can see the picture oh i already clicked the next slide but it is not coming out for you all. This will be very slow, eh? Yeah, but very slow because I already clicked a few minutes, few seconds ago. Let's, we continue trying, is it? Okay. So, Lamed, the 12th letter of the Hebrew alphabet is a symbol of learning. It is translated literally as the word for learning and also staff or goat okay so you can see from the picture here it is the the word meaning for teach all right instructing or correcting and symbolized by the staff as like for a shepherd staff okay <clears throat> different from the uh, uh the king staff king staff is different this one is the shepherd one made of wood okay all right Oh, okay. The design of the lamet is two letters merged into one, merged together, the vav and the kaf. So you can see last week we did the kaf. The bottom part is the kaf. Okay. And the top part is the vav, actually has a u at the top also. Numerical value is 30. <clears throat> uh, okay. So it means this word, this letter, ka, uh, lamet means learn or teach, or rather it means learn and teach, two things together in Lamed, learning and teaching, okay, together, so the word Lamed, it means to learn, to train for, or to be trained, that in the Hebrew is actually Lamad, okay, with the three letters there, but it starts with the alphabet Lamed, so I think by now you all know, right? The alphabet, that's one. And then that alphabet starts other uh, words. And when we learn a certain alphabet, it also has 
a word. It's also a word. Okay, so the word of this lamet is lamat, which means to learn, to train for, to be trained. Also means to teach, to instruct, and to impart knowledge. Also have the meaning of a disciple or a follower. Okay. So you, I showed you this before, right? This uh, 22 alphabets. So the first, this lamet is located, you see the red one, in the center of the alphabet, which is the way they call the Hebrew letters, and represents the heart left, okay? The heart, which is our, our the, the, the heart, right? Uh, which has a lamet and a bag inside. In Kabbalah, that is the Hebrew tradition, learning is mostly done with the heart and soul, not just the mind. Okay, so when we all listen to this, don't only just think of Elijah, okay? <laughs> Today, everyone also, okay? All of us come into this world, first we educated the mind, okay? So for Hebrew children, when the Hebrew language, okay, they, uh, it's a lot of understanding that it's not just the head, Ahead with together with the heart. Okay. Central position of this letter and its exalted shape. So you can see the lamet is the tallest of all the letters. It's the only letter. And for English and all that, we all write our alphabets on the line. For Hebrew, they write their letters hanging from the line. Okay, so that means the line is at the top of the letter. Except for this letter Lamet, which goes above the line. Okay, only one letter that goes above the line. All right. And the la letter Lamet is also compared because it goes above the line. It actually, like, you know, it's so interesting when you, you learn Hebrew letters. It's like they are all alive. Each letter is a, <laughs> it's a, a, a living thing. All right. And this Lamet is like, can oversee and look over all the other letters because it's the highest, all right? It goes up. It's also uh, compared to a tower flying in the sky, in the air, right? And then with this understand, it, understanding, so it's, uh, you won't say Lamet equals a tower flying in the air, okay? These are what it symbolizes. understand? Yeah? But mainly Lamet means learning and teaching, but gathering all this, you will get the rich revelation of this particular Hebrew alphabet. So now you, if, you, if you see this, uh, you can see why we said there's a Psalms that says, right, uh, run to the tower. Jesus is like a tower like that, right? Up there, he can see everything. So the Lamet is up above all the other letters. Manifest that the high regard to teaching and learning in biblical thinking. So why did God put this Lamet Okay, as this, this letter that is the highest of all the letters, the tallest of all the letters, because God see teaching and learning as very, very important. Okay, <clears throat> the Jewish people help their children associate learning with sweetness. So this I, I heard from a uh, particular rabbi. He says that Jewish people, how they teach their children the Hebrew alphabets when they are young, you know, to learn. You know, normally children don't like T. 
teaching, don't like learning, right? <laughs> How you got all your children to learn? They were like, ah, oh, the one they like to play. But what they do is they put a blank paper and then they write those alphabets on the blank paper for them to, for the kids to learn. And they put also a, a, a touch of honey, real honey onto the paper. So after they, uh, the children have learned or mastered that particular alphabet or few alphabets, then they will lick those alphabets and lick together the honey <laughs> to give them the feeling that learning is sweet. See, so beautiful learning Hebrew culture because God has everything they do has got meaning. All right. So to, to God, this is a very important part, learning, which comes together with teaching, okay? And it is not burdensome or not troublesome or not, I learn again, I teach, okay? But it's enjoyable, all right? Because remember earlier, we are from this realm, this earthly realm. And in order, God is from his divine realm, spiritual realm. We've been learning through the letters, Dalet, and so forth. How are we going to know how to live in this spiritual realm on this earth if we don't learn? We have no idea. Remember, I thought about the new product from another country has new instructions, new ways of operating. So your life and my life, we are spirit being born again now, but we have no idea how to live in this realm, how to operate this machine okay this this new spirit person except that we so god gave us the manual which is his word with his word which people cannot understand if they are not born again and even if they are not filled with the holy spirit or baptized in the holy spirit also cannot get revelation so the learning process is very important all right to learn who god is who you are in christ all right and most Believers, remember just now I said, you're born again in the spirit and then never drink spiritual milk, never learn God's word. They'll know much about. You may have it intellectually, a little bit here and there, but have no revelation. When there's revelation, there is manifestation. So you say, oh, I know already a lot of scripture. I read Bible already a lot. Or I listen, pastor preach, teach, I know. If, they, if you really know that's called revelation, there will be a manifestation of God's life in your life. All right? Of who God is. The way God is, is supposed to be manifested. So learning is associated with sweetness. <laughs> so that's how the Jews help the... So remember, there were 22 letters. Okay. So the one of the... Main words that start with the letter uh, Lamet is the word heart. Okay, the word heart in Hebrew is composed of two letters, the Lamet and the Bet. Remember, Bet is the letter of creation. All right, Genesis 1 in the beginning, God created it, starts uh, the, with the letter Bet. Bet is the number of creation, right? So, head, heart, okay, in Hebrew is left, is the Lamet. And the letter B. Lamet has to do with the aspiration of the heart. 
what the heart longs. It has been put inside our heart. It's not the head. The head don't long for all these things. The heart, okay? That's why last week, uh, some of you caught it a bit in the calf, right? The, where God puts inside that, that desire, that longing. And between the intellect, how people, how the, the we actually need to reach the heart. Even the world is the same, right? They need to go into your desire. So even if you are not very educated, you don't have PhD and all that, if you remember last week's teaching, correct? From the car, people go to your heart. If your heart is stirred up with, with desire and longing and pleasure, after that, they let you taste a bit. <laughs> and then, okay, I, I want this. And then it doesn't care about whether you have enough intellectual uh, um, uh knowledge but the heart is so powerful when you have desire you will go all out for it i want this and that's how the world achieves success they, uh, they go to your heart to play on your desires because god made our heart that way okay so lamet okay has uh it goes above the line up and then it talks about this is letter starting for the heart it's about the heart aspires, aspiration. What the heart longs, actually what God intended. But remember, it's all corrupted from sin. Okay, The first heart that God created, Adam, Eve, all right, before they sinned, was a heart to long for fellowship with God. All right, up, lamet, all right, to look upwards, to wait for that, to, to want to have fellowship with God, to rise up and connect to God. This is the original heart before sin came in. All right, but after sin, man desire for other things already. <laughs> okay, they long for the things of the world and miss out on the initial, uh, the way God actually created our heart. Okay, that's why, but after born again, this heart has been revived. They say, God has said, I have to give you a new heart. All right, in Ezekiel 36. God give a take away the old heart that longs for the things of this world or whatever is from this world as number one. And then give us a new heart that like the Lamet longs for God. So why you all are here, inside there is still that heart that God put for you to want God. Not just want the money or success or anything. You want God. You want God's purpose to be fulfilled in your life and therefore you want to learn the ways of God. It's an expression of this. This lament is an expression of this longing heart. And then it's also one, one, one way is prayer. Why there's such thing called prayer? Prayer is talking to God. All right, when you go into prayer, it's, it's, it's stirred by this heart, this left with the start with the lament that wants to connect to God, that wants to touch God. That's called prayer. Prayer is praying to God. And we have the new language, our new tongues, which is between you and God. Okay? It's a prayer unto God, to Him. And God gave it to us <laughs> because helping us is like a kickstart in our life under born again, to draw near to God. So we are so used to 40 years of life, 50 years or 20, 30 years, we only pray to people and to ourselves, right? Prayer is just talking, all right? A longing for fellowship. And 
when the baptism of Holy Spirit comes, or when the Holy Spirit comes upon a person, He gives you a new language of prayer, a new prayer language, and that brings you up. Okay, you are you are now connecting to God with your new tongues. Okay, comes from this longing heart. The heart wants to go higher to do what? To draw close to God. Yeah, the world wants you to go higher, further from God. Because our focus in life cannot be back and front, right? One Jesus said, eyes fixed on Jesus. And then he will give you the wisdom to do how to live on this earth. Okay, so it is basically, this lament is beautiful, right? It's a new, uh, the, the number 12 letter that starts your journey on this earth. Learning must not solely be from intellect, but must involve the heart. Understanding heart or hearing heart. Okay, you can see as I give you the scripture later. This one is just have uh, try and listen a bit the meaning. An artist, for example, an artist admires a sparkling river. Okay, there are many artists here. Praise the Lord. You see, a, a, you go to the countryside and then you see this river so beautiful. You know, the water so wonderful, so sparkling. But he just admire me. The thirsty and weary traveler will drink, <laughs> right? Because they are thirsty. So it's not just they have no time. It's okay to admire, but this thirsty one will go and drink. So it speaks of what that knowledge, all right, or uh, understanding God's revelation. Doesn't come from, wow, I admire uh, this sermon very good, uh, this teaching very good, uh, this verse very good. Uh. Never act, never eat, never drink. That's why Jesus said, You come to drink. Come and drink. So, in the ministering time, you all drink, right? Allow the Holy Spirit to fill you, whether manifest in joy or whatever kind of anointing, all right? You are drinking, you are partaking. Then you have some just stand there and look. <laughs> they are admiring. <laughs> okay. Wow. So good. Uh. Okay. What is uh, Abigail doing? Drinking. Oh. Okay. And uh, so forth. So this is learning. Learning comes from drinking. Okay. After you learn the word from your heart, you actually partake. So be like the thirsty one, the, the one who wants to partake. Okay. So it's not just academic. Right? That's why I say, I always say, I don't like hate knowledge. Then we have all the hate. Okay, I know already. All right, everything I know already. I heard already. But rather, have you eaten? Have you drank of the living waters? Have you eat the word of God? Uh, the Bible becomes my Bible and the Lord becomes my Lord. It's no more the Bible. It's mine. See, everything personalized, everything you have drink, you have eat, and you become real. You have acted upon the word. And no more said, the Lord, the Lord, you know, sometimes people who don't have much of a relationship with God, it's always the Lord, like somebody else outside there. But he has become my Lord. Alright? My UK Vavhe, personal. Okay? So all these teachings and preaching is for you to draw near to God that he becomes your personal God. So like God, uh, the Bible have God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's their personal God. The Jews know their personal God. 
They are not ashamed of their God and they are very proud of their God. All right. And they follow what the Lord tells them in the Bible, the Torah and everything else. So is he your very personal God? <laughs> the God of Elsa, the God of Rebecca is our Lord. Jesus Christ, right? Your very personal Lord and Master. Lord, yeah, Lord. Every time you see the translation, Lord, is actually that means he is God. Jesus is Lord, Master. So if he's Master, then we listen to him. All right. Which one of you, if you have an employer, you don't listen to your employer, <laughs> your boss. Okay. So if God is really our Master, means we serve him, then he, we follow what he says. The, so and the Lord becomes our Lord how sometimes through difficulties we learn remember the word lament is about learning and teaching so everything that happens in our lives is for us to learn this thing to learn that we, God wants to be personal with us and whether we want him to be our personal God and we want to follow his word everything becomes personal that's why we always say Christianity is not a religion do you understand what it means Right, it's a relationship, but you only talk to God <laughs> when we need help, right? So, at least during the time when you need help, you talk to God. <laughs> you know, this is what God wants. We come to Him if, when we don't need any help. What happened? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, God becomes a solution, you know, provider when we have a problem, but yet, God is so good, He allows problems sometimes to happen, difficulties, so that we will, the, like the Lamech, look up to him. And he, he has every joy to help us. Okay? This is God's joy. All right? He wants us to drink. He wants us to come to him. And many times, many uh, believers only come to God when God, problem. Yeah? But it's still, God still don't condemn can see God's heart is how much he wants to fellowship with his children. The greatest way to learn is to teach. All right, says this rabbi who's uh, teaching this Lamech. Many become teachers because they want to learn from their, uh, there's a typo error here, innate love, all right, inherent insight of learning. So God created man with that innate insight us, we want to learn. Curious, okay? But curiosity can kill the cat if we learn from wrong place. <laughs> okay? Your child, baby, once it, you know, grows a little bit, there's a sense of want to learn inside, right? They will crawl here, they will touch here, they will touch there, right? It is inside every human being to want to learn. So, learn God's ways. We learn God's ways through prayer, through meditation, and through the Torah, God's word. Okay, now a little bit of this Torah. In Torah, is the understanding heart. Torah, the books of the Bible uh, in the Old Testament, will, will, you will come across this word understanding heart many times. Intellect and heart must come together. So it's not that we cut off the head 
<laughs> Although the Holy Spirit put fire and burn Elijah's head. Okay, the head is still need to be there. <laughs> okay, but the head and the heart must come together. Okay, God created us, right, to think also. We need the soul area to think. But this, actually the first thinking was not corrupted. It after sin, disobedience, that everything uh, went haywire. Okay, so intellect and the heart must come together. It is said that the greatest distance in the world is between the head and the heart. <laughs> so actually, when you listen to uh, all the people outside motivation, they say it's quoted from Hebrew uh, a tradition. Okay, some Hebrew uh, wise men. All right, that the greatest distance is in this world. It's not uh, east and west. It's not uh, um, Alaska and uh, you know under under the hemisphere, southern hemisphere. But it is the head and the heart. Many times, head intellect pulls us one way, and sorry, the typo. Our feelings pull us the other. Isn't it? You want, or, or that's how they, uh, today we understand is also the, can be the spirit man, can be the, uh, the feelings part. So the logic will say, oh, okay, I, I want to go this direction. And then the heart want to go this direction. Or for example, if I give, help you to get to understand, right? So you see this handsome guy, very, you know, very uh, intellectual, but there's something they're not very right okay but you know that oh you cannot be with this man okay or maybe he's already married or something then your heart got feelings boom, 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 boom. so there's one way tell you don't go inside there then your heart say it's okay la, i love him he loves me okay so you can see in everyday life also you already have these two the head and the heart that right? can pull you one direction and the heart can, or the feelings can pull you another direction. But today we have also another understanding of heart, which is our new spirit man, okay, with a clear conscience that we can make decisions from this new spirit man and the conscience, all right, the clear conscience. So in Deuteronomy 4 1, okay, uh, Israel, now Israel, listen and pay attention to the statutes and the judgments, God's legal decisions, what I am teaching you to do. All the word, see the word teaching, it all starts with, is the lamet or lamat. Okay? So that you may live and go in and take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers is giving you. So for the children of Israel, the Torah, or all teachings, Okay, everything that God said in the, in the Bible for them are teachings. Lamed. What are teachings? To bring them to look at God. <laughs> because of the, uh, un, when we, uh, after sin, right, people tend to look on the earthly, live only the earthly life, focus on what is happening every day in this world. The Lamed teaching will bring the children of God Look up, <laughs> for there your redemption is up, not here. Okay, so what is going up? Teaching. We need teaching. So everything that's written there, 
God gave to Moses at the Mount of Sinai are all teachings, teachings of how, of who God is and how to live this life so that you may live because men are doomed to die after sin. All right. And God has, because children of Israel were a special chosen people, they were given the manual, they were given the Torah, okay, of how to live and take possession of the land which the Lord, your God of your fathers is giving you. They have to learn again, who is this, who is their God, who is the creator, and how generous and how good God is. Otherwise, they won't be able to take possession of the promised land. But you who held fast to the Lord your God are all alive today. So remember, when it comes to God, that's where we learn teaching. It's not about right or wrong, which is a tree from uh, knowledge from the tree of good and evil. It's about death and life, life and death. This has been saying since day one of spirit man development. The words that open up the Bible are two words, life and death. Everything is about life and death. Either you are dead or you are alive in Christ. Okay? <clears throat> but for the children of Israel, see, I have thought, taught you statutes and rules as the Lord my God commanded me that you should do them in the land that you are entering to take possession of that. So it's about teaching. It's not just put the rules in the school and then number one, number two, number three, don't do this, don't do that. Teaching what is behind, all right? Those things, the instructions that God put out, that God set for his children and understanding uh, as we came into this Hebrew letters learning, as I shared many times, right? No more afraid of the law. No more afraid of the word law or the Old Testament. I did not read that. It's all law, lah, very lawful. When you understand the grace of God, you won't see because these are uh, the, the words of God as lawful anymore. Because this Jesus came, he didn't come to abolish the law. That means no more, you know, this is not what God wants. No, he fulfilled it. Okay, those so-called we call laws is to show us that this is what God demands. The righteous, the holy God demands all this. You know, thou shalt not kill. That's, the holiness of God demands all this. But we cannot do it because in our own strength, we cannot come to that place where we are able to please God that way. So Jesus had to come and die. That's called grace. All right. And then he, he alone can fulfill the, the heart desires of God. Not to sin, not to love him. You know, we couldn't. So it's to show us, actually, these are the desires of God. So that's why we couldn't do it. We have to go to Jesus, give us a new life, and now we can please God the way he deserved to be pleased. All right? But he doesn't force us to do it because we can't. Now born again, the new covenant says what? I write these laws inside your heart, these instructions, and these are his desires. He, want, he is so zealous of you that he wants you for himself. It's not bad. It's not, you know. But now it is written where? No more in a heart of rebellion, heart of stone, outside. But it is written in a heart of flesh. We've been born again. And we just want to please God 
because he loves us so much. And to please God is what? To follow his ways. Right? How you please your mother and father. <laughs> what make them angry? Okay? It's maybe disobey, right? So pleasing is to do what pleases them, not what pleasing pleases us. It's just like you want to please someone or you want to, you know, in gratitude, you want to make somebody happy. Uh, you do or you give something that that person likes. Not what you like, correct? <laughs> so, if if uh, uh, Rachel likes food, we give her food. <laughs> you don't give her something she don't like. So I don't like food, so I don't give Rachel food because so it's not about what we like, but what that person like. So what does God like? How do we know what God likes if we don't know what He said in His Bible? He likes a cheerful giver. In fact, He loves a cheerful giver. He so. Coming to the word of God will help us to understand that, but now from a different perspective. Not as I have to, but I love to. I love to do his will. I love, okay? So that is all actually called revelation, right? Deuteronomy 4 says, keep them and do them for they, that will be your wisdom. You want to say, what is wisdom? <laughs> wisdom, right, is able to do what God say, but not with like lawful way. If I don't do, I won't get blessed. So I got no choice. Lah. I have to follow. Lah. I have to obey. No, no, no. All right. What Jesus came to do for us is, remember, the word of God is sweet like honey. Just now I shared, right? That's how when the, the children learn, Hebrew children learn the uh, Aleph letters, they put honey there. <laughs> Your word is as honey. The psalmist said, sweet. It's no more bitter. It's no more burdensome as what we thought if we are not born again. All right. So when they hear all these statutes, they will say, surely, all right, in the sight of all the other people, this nation, Israel, is wise and understanding people. The Torah, the instructions of God, all right, the rules and even what you call laws help the people to be understanding and wise. So when they follow all this, whether it's moral laws, legal laws, right? The food, food laws and all that, actually it's just instructions, directions, manual. The world outside, the Gentile nation who don't have all this, that's why they are not covenant people. When you have a covenant, you've got all the terms inside, yeah? That help you to reach the, what the covenant is for. Is for blessing. Is to bless us to have life. Okay, not to do right or wrong. Is to have life, and these people will be regarded as wise and understanding people. Remember Solomon, uh, Bathsheba came from all the way because they heard she heard of Solomon's wisdom that surpassed the other nations. So today we have God Christ in us the wisdom of God, and we have the Bible, the words, the Torah, and all that to help us to become the wisest people on this planet, the church, all right? We don't go to church. We are the church, right? <laughs> so I see that you're applying that really. And it's the revelation, okay? So the church of Jesus Christ have to be the wisest people. People come to you for wisdom, for counseling and not we go to the world for wisdom and counseling. Uh, but where do we get our wisdom from? From God's word. Okay, because that's how the Jews stood out. They stand out, right? As God's people, they are wiser. They have 
the revelation, they're understanding people, understanding heart. For what great nation is there that has a God so near to it? This is that as the Lord our God to us, Moses talking to the children of Israel, whenever we call upon him, because there's no nation that has a God like that. They just call upon the name of the Lord. Last week I shared, and you shall be saved. Right? So who has this privilege? The world go round and round, right? Seeking for a cure, seeking for a wealth. So difficult. But ours, God is so near to us. Or even they have to go to the temple or whatever and you know do a lot of things before they they the God can wake up and hear what they are asking. <laughs> all, all idols lying down, right? And now in the form of knowledge of good and evil. So, but our God is so personal. We just say, Jesus, and he's there. You know, Daddy God, and he's there. Okay, and look into the Bible, which is Jesus, the word made flesh, the Bible, God's word, Jesus. And then we have the answer. If we will look into the Bible. So they will say they were like a very special people. Only take care and keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, unless they depart from your heart. So in the Torah, already refer to the heart, okay? All the days of your life. When you see the word heart, is the word left. Just now we saw left is the letter lamet and the letter bet. Okay? Make them known to your children and your children's children. Make what known? What have been taught? What the rabbis teach them? All right? From the Torah that was given to Moses direct from God at Mount Sinai. Teach them, children to children. So generation after generation, the Jewish people know how to please God or what is in God's heart for them to live healthy, wealthy, and above all the other nations. Every other nation have to recognize the Jewish nation as very powerful, very intelligent. Geniuses come out from there. Right, because they, they have been taught the Torah, they have been taught God's instructions and passed on from generation to generation to their children. So make them known to your children and your children's children. How on the day that you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, the Lord said to me, gather the people to me that I may let them hear my words. Today, there are so many people speaking so many words. But if these children of Israel were meant to only hear their God's word, right? Which is through the Torah. So we all hear how many words. <laughs> Every day got so many people telling us what to do, where, where should we go, what's our purpose in life. Why do we let other people tell us what's our purpose in life when the, we belong to God? We were purchased by the birth of Jesus. We are his people today just like the Jews were chosen and God's people. God said, listen to my words. His word. He's our father. He's our creator. He made us. He knows what's wrong with us, which part is wrong, which part malfunction and need to be put back. But we need to listen to his words because words are life and death. God's words, right? So that they may learn. <laughs> that they may learn to fear me. So this 
it's the reverential fear today for us, okay, in the new covenant. That means he is God. Ah, from the Hebrew letters, I, I believe most of us have come to see how great our God is, <laughs> right? This fear is not scared that God will punish me, but this fear is, ah, I want to honor you, just like tithing. It's not scared that, oh, if I don't tithe, then, you know, I will have to pay doctor's fees, I will have all these curses come to me, but rather, it's this fear of God that, hey, this is what you say, huh? I just do what you say because I fear you. I honor you. Different. Okay? Different from the fear that I don't do it, then I will uh, be cursed. No, this one is, I do it. Everything I have, first thing that tight goes to you is because you are the source of my life. You are the Aleph, the beginning and the end. You have the beginning, it's God, and the ending of my life is God where we receive all the crowns. So, I honor you. I, I, don't, I fear you in that sense. Because God has the power to give life and also to take it away, actually. <laughs> in one moment, pop, we can die. If it is not God's goodness that he gives us life and health. Yeah? You, I have a friend recently, you know, I don't know him very well, but a former schoolmate, so we still have this group, and which I normally just open and delete because they talk so many things inside. But this time I opened and I saw uh, a very sad thing there. Uh, he, he's my age, right? Then I saw condolences. And I, I, because I always delete, so I didn't know the beginning of the, the story. But I saw these condolences in a very different way. Normally condolences to old people pass away, not so bad. Lah. <laughs> okay, because they are old already. But then, the name of this person who passed away is like a young person's name. So I didn't delete. And true enough, a few messages later, I saw someone put that the picture of the, the person who passed away. is a young boy. He's only 33 years old. Passed away. See, life is so, this one, you cannot say right? You can have everything in this world, but still there is God. If God allow it, I don't know why, but it can be, it can be so sad, right? To have uh, your son or child or daughter or whoever pass away so young. And then actually I never even say anything inside that group. They just added me. But when I saw this, I don't even know whether this guy is a Christian or not. So I just felt in my heart to send for the first time after many years inside that group, I sent a, 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 a like scripture verse that and I was so surprised that he said he never replied all the other people's condolences. <laughs> I noticed. But the moment I appeared inside there and sent my condolences and at that, that particular uh, one, he said, Amen. Probably. But this, this particular person, the wife is a very jealous wife. So <laughs> I'm a little bit cautious on how to, you know, follow up with him because earlier I had an experience where, you know, we chatted, it was my schoolmate, and then the wife appeared. <laughs> but because of something in their marriage. I okay, don't blame the wife. But today is so sad. What I'm saying is that, you know, we, we cannot take for granted life. Right? But it's today we are so grateful to God that our children are healthy, you know. And we cannot take for granted, oh yeah, no, everyone will live up to 80, 70, anything can happen without God. 
in their life, right? We are so grateful to God that with God, we don't have to worry, you know, of anything happening and just know that he will take care of our children, our loved ones. And that this, this horrible thing don't have to happen in our lives because of Jesus. So, so wonderful, right? Learn, okay? Learn that God is the God of this, created this earth, everything. Teach our children. Gather the people together, men and women and children, and that stranger that is within the gates, that they may hear. Okay? You are gathered together to hear. And that they may learn and fear the Lord your God. Okay? So as I said, this fear is not the fear that God will punish you. Fear is a reverential fear to want to honor him and that he is our number one partner. He is our source. He is our head. He is the, our, our left. And there, it means everything we have, we own, whether it's one cent or one million dollars, belong to him. Okay? And he bless us. Observe to do all the words of the law, all that is written in it. Okay, so... This word law again, I shared before, but today bring it out again since it's, it's come out in this word lamet of teaching and learning. Ah, so don't be scared of the word law anymore, okay? It was translated in English as law. In the Hebrew, it's Torah. Okay? It's the letter Taf there, which is the N. Letter Taf is the last letter, the 22nd letter of the whole Hebrew alphabet. And it speaks of covenant. Right? Jesus at the cross, the covenant, tough. Torah also has the hay inside, which is the spirit of God, the breath of God, and the window. The window to see into the spiritual realm. Torah, God's word, instructions, is for us to have the, open our spiritual eyes and see God's realm. Can you imagine we missed it all out? That's why I say I'm so glad that I'm set free from the grace message of uh like so scared of the law, you know, as if the law is so burdensome, is uh, you know, no longer applies and all that. Yes, but there must be an understanding of what that means. Okay? But the law is the heart of God. In Hebrews, it says, I, I, if it is not the heart of God, why, the, why does God write it in your hearts? <laughs> right? It says, a new covenant I've written in your hearts and in your minds. In Hebrews. So actually it is open up our eyes to see this is how God's realm operates. <laughs> okay, but today we don't do it as thou shalt not. I have to remember, we do it from love. Okay, and now also the ability to do to follow God's word comes from God, comes from Holy Spirit, comes from the born again experience. It means direction. Yeah. You have direction inside the Torah. Okay, remember the Torah letters? Tav, which is speak of covenant. Okay, God's covenant with the people. That's why they received the Torah. So I'm saying, that's why I, I was teaching some of you that tithing is part of covenant. Covenant with God. Not the law of like, I have to do it. If not, I will be cursed. It's a covenant. We are covenant people. We are under the new covenant where God said, everything I have is yours, but you need to learn. Okay. How to have this, everything I have is yours because of this corrupted world and the corrupted nature. All right. The old, uh, old man, old thinking that is still inside us. We have to learn or unlearn, whatever you call it, 
get rid of and then learn the Torah. So remember that the next letter is Resh inside the Torah. Resh is a beautiful letter. We haven't come into it. It's about the head, person. It can mean two things. One, wicked man. The other one is Jesus, God as the head. Okay? And then the hay, which you have learned, right? The window, picture of a window that all the behind us all is that window that open up into our spiritual eyes to see the spiritual realm. They've been blinded so, of, so long already to give us direction, right? When you want to go somewhere, you need direction, right? <laughs> uh, uh, Elsa is like me, right? Blah, blah, in the physical direction. <laughs> but spiritual direction cannot afford to be blur because this is our eternal realm. Okay, we're not going to live here forever. But we, our spirit will live, live here as on this earth. But forever is the eternal realm. So we need to be clearly going in the right direction. <laughs> and that's where the instruction, the Torah, God's heart comes in. Just remember, covenant, rash, the head. So we are following the head. Jesus is the head. God is the head. And so that now, from the Torah, from the instructions, we can see properly already. We got the window, we got the light, right? To see clearly the light that gives us direction. That's why the psalmist says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Right? We need light for direction. How many of you can find your way in the dark? <laughs> Cannot, right? Already in the light, also very hard to find. <laughs> in the dark, totally lost. Okay? So the Torah, nothing to be scared of now. When you go into the Hebrew, it's so wonderful. It's just direction, right? God's direction, God's ways, God's instruction. Prophetic is a body of prophetic teaching. Yeah, every, even the letter, everything is prophetic about Jesus, right? So when you read from Genesis itself, it's prophetic. Talking in the garden, when Adam sinned, a new seed will come out, which is Jesus, right? The, the, the seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent. So it's all prophesied. Prophecy means something speaking of the future. So in every uh, thing inside the Bible, Genesis onwards, it's always speaking of the future, of the new creation, of Christ coming. That is prophetic teaching. Okay? Instruction in messianic, or the body of priestly direction and instruction. How do we know how to worship God? if not for the instructions given, the Torah, right? The direction properly. And then legal directives also got uh, burnt offering. What about burnt offerings, right? Of, of course, point us to, at the end, the only uh, acceptable offering that opened the way for all our offerings to be accepted is the lamb that was slain, Jesus, right? His blood. Then from there, all our other offerings is now accepted because any offering without the blood cannot be accepted by God. It's an offering of sins, like bribery. <laughs> but today, we have free will offering, okay, because of Jesus being that offering to us. Okay, so all this we learn, right? We have to learn, okay, from the Torah, the meaning of all these offerings, why God put so many types of offering for the Jewish nation. Remember? Covenant. Okay? To teach them, teach them what is in God's heart and how to live that blessed life on this earth. 
code the law custom everything okay so the torah this beautifully put uh read hebrew read from uh right to left so these are the letters of the torah see the first picture on the left okay torah is translated to english like that but in the hebrew it's right to left so what is the torah just now you already saw right Tav, vav resh sometimes the spelling is a bit different so they have ancient and then all that right hey okay so here they put above there so when we drink and we act upon the word that's when everything happens you remember the vow all right jesus all right jesus is what make the whole thing uh the, the covenant the instructions and all that can now be real in our lives the connector christ right so tough the covenant rage so tough pictures across jesus on the cross the covenant right the picture pictorial form you see at the bottom is the cross or oh, a seal to seal or covenant Vav is the picture of a nail or pet meaning to add or secure so now all these promises instructions are now added into our lives and then confirmed with the nail <laughs> secured there with jesus dying on the cross all these blessings can now be ours. All promises of God are what? Yes and amen, right? Because of the nail. The nail is stuck there, all right? That stuck, uh, put our Lord to the cross. And resh is the head, meaning a person with hands, uh, the, the, the head or the highest person. So who is the highest person in our life? Jesus or God, Yudhe Vahe, all right? So the whole Torah is acknowledging Christ as Lord. No more a wrong understanding of Torah or, or translator as law, right? So scary, yeah? <laughs> yeah, So it's so beautiful. You come to love the Torah, especially from understanding grace, all right? From understanding what Jesus did for us. The Torah is no more frightening. All those things, instructions are no more frightening. They are just beautiful we just want to obey all right and follow we are following the head just like tithing is giving to jesus christ the head in hebrews 7 right it talks about melchizedek so it's jesus as the head following the head and hey okay it's a person with hands raised meaning to reveal or behold what comes from jesus behold so you have the hey where our eyes can now behold what is coming from Jesus through the Torah, through the instructions. Okay? Behold the man who secures the covenant. So beautiful. What comes from the man nailed to the cross? Not what comes from so-and-so or from this person or that person. What is coming from the man nailed on the cross from Jesus Christ? The perfect covenant, the complete covenant, the new covenant. What do where are we in this covenant? Huh? What he has prepared for us, like what God has prepared for Elsa tomorrow. <laughs> okay, in that covenant, how how wonderful! Sometimes we run out, of, run away from God, also He can bring us back. Okay, this is the Torah. The cross, the first letter from the right, the tav, letter tav, then the nail, which is the ending of the twenty-two alphabets, the nail, the vav, then the man. Who is the man on the cross? Jesus Christ. And the hey to behold. So beautiful. And this is what has been translated law. 
<laughs> in English, miss out everything of the Torah. People don't want to go into the so-called law. So we are not, you understand now more, all right, that it, there's nothing to be frightened of because today, God don't judge us, God don't punish us because of Jesus Christ. But God's heart is still the Torah. The Torah still got meaning, right? Oh, is it what? Everything will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Jesus is also a Jew referring to the Torah, referring to God's word. All these alphabets will never pass away. All these promises from day one is still powerful, right? It's not that, oh, anything from Old Testament, no more already. <laughs> because all, then the promises the, uh, into the land of Canaan, all no more already? No, it's all in Christ. For us, we get it through Christ. For the Jews, of course, they have to follow if they are still not yet uh, received Jesus or accept Jesus as the Messiah. But we are so privileged. Uh, no covenant people, we don't have anything to do with this from our natural birth because we were Gentiles. But because of Jesus, that's the grace, now we can access to all these wonderful promises. Some of them have instructions for us to do. Just do it. <laughs> okay? Behold a man nailed to the cross. And is this in the New Testament? Yes. Paul talks to tells Timothy. All scripture, including Torah, including the Old Testament, including all the words of God, is given by inspiration of God. The Holy Spirit is profitable for doctrine, for reproof. That means evidence, reproof, right? You, 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 uh, proofread, okay? The evidence. The evidence of who God is is all inside the scriptures. Faith is what? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So where is the evidence of the things that you have not seen? It's inside the Torah. It's inside God's word. All right? For correction. For we need correction in this life because God also got say, right? That if your earthly father discipline you or correct you because they love you, what more? Your heavenly father. So whoever have never gone through discipline by God or correction, not curse, huh? correction. <laughs> because the father don't curse the children, but they correct their children. Correct? <laughs> yeah. So God don't curse us because Jesus was cursed on our behalf. Right? But he correct us. Right? Because sometimes we go out of hand, out of way. We make wrong decisions. We go wrong direction and so forth. That's why we need to learn God's ways. All right? For instruction in righteousness. God is a righteous God. And today it's not just Righteousness, not just doing right or wrong. It is about the righteousness of God. Okay? Which doesn't mean that we don't do right. From His righteousness that make us right, we will automatically, from the new nature that is inside us, we will walk in righteousness. Okay? Instruction. All right? The word instruction is a tutorage. Tutors. Education or training. Uh, but this is not the education and training from the worldwide, the school or the businesses in the world. Okay, This is the education and training in God's ways. Because he created us. Huh? When we had that revelation, right? Who made you? <laughs> which, which factory you came from? Your manufacturer, your creator is God. You realize that you just want to know God's ways. He knows when which part of you got defect, which part of you went wrong, where, how he to correct 
no human being can know you the way God knows us because he's our creator and he's our loving father. Training. All right, the word instruction is educating, education, training, disciplinary correction, chastening, instruction, nurture, includes nurturing, caring. All right, he cares for us as his own children now. No matter how they're adopted sometimes, also cannot care for you like their own kids, right? But God care for us like that. That's why he gives us shepherds who are able to care for us like that. And when, as I teach the all of you who want to serve the Lord, how are you going to care for others? Right? It's, it's with God's heart that they, you, you care for them, you correct them, instruct them in God's ways. Okay? Right? Like training up your own child. Educate, discipline. All, right? all our children, we put to the school, put to education, to training, all training the mind. So for the Jews, they have the Torah to guide them, train them. And their mind become super intelligent. Who says that the Jew is stupid? <laughs> if they only learn the Torah, of course they go to school as well. All right, but their main wisdom comes from instruction comes from the Torah, from God's word, which means learn and teach. So, in the New Testament, also refer to teaching, learning. All God's word is there for us to learn from there. And the Jews teach the world. I always say this, right? The Jews have all the wisdom of how to make wealth, everything. They teach the Gentiles. The Gentiles go and teach the new creation. <laughs> when actually they have the same God. So ridiculous, all right? If we can know how to come to God, Holy Spirit, Learn, learn. It's not one day I come and uh, for a sermon or teaching, I know everything already. Oh, how to learn some more spiritual truth? It's not learn from the, the mind, right? The heart de developing slowly. Okay. The book of the law, Joshua said, what's the most important thing for success by God? Because success by God is not just the world, the world, world, world coining of success. All right, we need to also understand what God means by success. And from the Hebrew letters, because the Hebrew letters got so many meanings and the in English translators just put their success. <laughs> and then we, uh, uh, we, uh, we, we think success is what the world tells us is success. Have a lot of money, have a lot of time. Okay, it's much more than that. All right, if you have a lot of money, have a lot of time, you have no fear of God. You have no peace, no all joy and all that. It's not what God meant by prospering. Okay, say here, this book of the law, which is Torah, okay, the Torah, this book of the Torah, which is now you saw the letters already, right? Instructions, okay, and also the, the letters itself is so beautiful. It's about the Taf, the Bab, right? The Resh, Jesus, acknowledging Jesus as God, the highest authority in our life. And then the last one is, hey, Right, seeing uh, the, the, the supernatural realm into the other dimension. This book, this manual, these instructions are uh, more clearer now. Shall not depart from your mouth. Okay, so inside your heart, from your mouth, you speak it out. So what do what we normally speak? We speak the instructions of the world. But here is what, what did God say? 
to the Jewish nation when they are cross over the Red Sea, the Jordan, and then to the Promised Land. This is the most important instruction. This book of the Torah, okay, when you see the word law, put in Torah. And when you put, when you listen, when you put Torah, remember what Torah is, okay? But you shall meditate on the Torah, <laughs> God's word, day and night, so that you may be careful to dream about it. <laughs> no, to do. Because there are instructions. Instructions are for action. Remember the one who admire, the artist just admire the sparkling river, right? But the one who is thirsty and weary will drink the water. Water is the word, right? So you act upon it. If there are instructions, we can act. But remember, we are not acting out of fear of uh, uh, curses or bad things happening. We are acting out of reverential fear and honor to the one who created us and gave us all things. According to a little bit that which suit you. <laughs> okay, you can choose which one you want to do. No, for the Jew, for the Jews, if the, the instruction is very clear. Meditate day and night so that you may observe, be observant. If, well, how to observe? Even a youth is so powerful, right? Most of you will look at this and never see the dot. <laughs> if you're not observant type, <clears throat> observe, right? The little, the holes a lot, the most powerful, the youth, the hand of God, fiery hand. To do according, follow according to all that is written in it, everything. Okay, for then, then. So it is, you don't start, stop halfway. Okay. Uh, I put it day and night already. No, yeah, but I never observed to do. <laughs> okay, so this second part, not yet happened. It's the whole, whole thing there. When we meditate God's word day and night, and then speak it out of our mouth, and if there are things that require action, we do. Ah, when you complete this whole thing, then you will you will make your way prosperous. Okay? God will make sure the children of Israel are become so intelligent, so wise, that whatever they do, prosper. And you will have good success. You will make your way prosperous. So we are not, the Jews were not meant to be, or God's people, to be lazy people, just lie down at home in the couch and say, every day meditate God's word. They have something to do. All right? From the Torah, as well as, right, they are, their work and whatever, but with the wisdom of God. Okay, this word prosperous has also got lamet inside. All right, it's salat, which is you advance, you will prosper, you will make progress, succeed, be profitable. Okay, <clears throat> you will break up, break up from all the uh, wrong thinking of the world. All right, to know who your God is, go over, be good, meet profitable to prosper, all right? It's every part of your life, spirit, soul, and body, like John said in 3 John 2, all right? Beloved, I wish for all of you above all that you may prosper and be in hell just as your soul prospers. Every part of us prospering, not just the physical or just mental, all right? Every part in our spiritual life. When we, the word prosperous, you see the letter there, is Zayin, which is the sword, and then 
the lamet. When we look up to God for our source of prosperity, of you know, blessing everything, and then you enter into the new life. The uh, head is there, where the blessing of the Lord makes you truly rich, and you add no sorrow to it. There will be no regret. There will be no sorrow. This is God's prosperity. The Malachi three ten. Okay, that is uh, we we know uh, about the tithing. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse. I want to show you something after this. Okay, if you can read the whole Malachi three. So this is part of the so-called law, right? Commandments or the Torah. But today we don't do it out of law or required to. You choose to. It's a privilege. Tithing is not unrequired to. All right, it's for those who see the revelation. And then I want this, <laughs> okay? I want to be blessed by God this way, to have that covenant with God. So last Sunday, I shared you the Hebrew letters in the word type. But today is a bit different. I'm going to share you further. Just read through this one. That there may be food in my house and therefore put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. If I not open the windows of heaven, see the hay there, the window, and pour you blessing until there is no need. I, I, th I, I think... This is the best translation as in uh, open the windows of heaven until there's not enough room to receive it. Actually, those some of those words, room and all that, it's not in the original Hebrew. Okay, But the word enough is there. So that means that I believe there's no, no one really have this physical experience of uh, there's no physical place to receive those blessings. If you think of it, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it doesn't make any sense or so. There is still physical place. But what it means is there will never be any more need in your life. You won't go into Philippines for God supply all my needs. It's much, much, much more uh, as in, you know, God only taking care of your needs. It's above and beyond needs. You never have any more need in your life. That's hiding. All right. You will set blessing upon blessing. And then he will rebuke the devourer for you and that it will not destroy the fruits of your soul. You know, when a person has absolutely no need, I think that's the happiest person on this earth, right? And who is that person? Jesus Christ? His apostles? <laughs> right? They have no need. No need of anything. If, that means if you have need something, it's provided. So once it's provided, there's no, no, the, the need is cancelled already, right? You say, okay, I need a, a hundred thousand for something. And that means it's provided. Whatever you need is provided until the word need is never appear in your life anymore. That's why Jesus said, right? God will take care of all our needs. But it surpasses that. I hope you catch that revelation. It's not about, I must have a million dollars. Because a, a person who thinks that I have a million dollars, then there's, he's rich or he's already, you know, and the blessing come, has he got it all wrong? Because the million dollars today have, tomorrow gone, tomorrow he still got need. But the need is always, you know, in your life, anything you think of, whether it's food, whether it's money, whether anything, when you're under a tither, when you become a tither, this is what happened. There's no more need. That means there's no more worry. There's no more concern. Free of concern 
only avails here. <laughs> okay. Because a person without any, you need a boyfriend or you need whatever, it's done. Okay, you need money, it, it's, it's, it's accomplished here by God. You get it? This is the happiest person on the planet Earth. That's why, like, uh, you know, Chinese show, <laughs> they, they, they always say, uh, oi cheng ah. You got love, you can drink water can already. <laughs> that kind of thing. It doesn't mean that we become poor, but it means that yeah, there is living water, right? We have Jesus. There is no other need. Yeah, but he will prosper us. What is the prosperity for? The excess of income is to bless others. I will bless you to become a nation. So why do we want that? All those things. Yeah, I need uh, 1,000 to bless this. I need 10,000 to bless so-and-so. All right? Then, go supply it when we are the tiger and the offerer. But for your own self, how many thousands do we need to eat to be happy? <laughs> how many thousand dollars worth of food can you eat until you're happy? How many cars, how many beds? No. So God's blessing, financial, that super abundance is for us to sow back into the kingdom to bless others. Abraham's blessing is what? I will make you great. And then through you, all right, you become a blessing. This is tithing and offering Abraham tithe. Ah, for himself, for us, basically, actually, we don't, you know. And if you want some more, he will give you some more. That's all. This is what it means. All right. And he will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy the fruits of your soil and your wine in the field shall not fail to bear, says the Lord of hosts, and all nations shall cause, call you blessed. We never put in the how many million dollars there <laughs> in this verse. So if we look into tithing in this verse and see dollar sign, we got it all wrong. But we will have the dollars. We will have the finances. But it is not according to, Lord, I want uh, 10,000, so I tithe this amount. No, don't have. It says that you will be blessed until there is no more need. And you know what we need in this world, right? God also knows. Well, this is a supernatural thing. Okay. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. So nations will recognize. Nations will recognize that beautiful ashes, all of you inside here <laughs> have no needs on. <laughs> right? God supply everything, okay? And you become, one day, I would say, I make them my jewels. They are God's, we are God's jewels. Or rather, that time was the Jews. That's why the jewel, ah, to, now only I notice, the word jewel come from the word Jew. <laughs> yeah? See, the Holy Spirit can point us to things, right? Because I'm going to explain jewels in the Hebrew. And then now I saw, hey, Jewels come from Jew. I make them my jewels. They are my Jews. They are jewels. I'll spare them. And this verse comes from Malachi 3 about tithing and offering down, down. Where have you brought me through tithes and offerings? Okay. Talking to the children of Israel. But today we have a privilege and choose whether you're going to tithe or not. It's up to you. Okay. <clears throat> and man spares his own son who loved him. Remember the children of Israel, the Jews, all the jewels are serving God. Yeah? God is their master. 
remember Jesus said there are only two gods you can serve God or mammon, money, ah, huh? ah, not devil, ah, huh? money, because money is the other god. That's why it teaches the the Torah all and the whole Bible tells us about tithing and giving, so that we lose the whole of we don't serve money anymore. We only serve God, and we will have money. Don't chase after money. Okay? Jewel, okay, this word jewel, which is the juice inside. It means sagula, the jewels were God's jewels. All right, so inside the word jewel, jewel is this letters. We are learning Hebrew letters, right? The power of the Hebrew letters inside the Hebrew letters. The sagula of God's well has the word, the letter submit inside. Uh, gimel, so we will go through later more. Uh, we haven't finished all. Gimel, we learned a bit already, right? It's in Abigail's name, Gimel. <laughs> giver first god is a giver and abigail is a giver everyone here in christ as is a giver all right lamet is inside this word god's well you want to be god's jewel lamet look up look up okay look to god look to his manual look to the torah look to the whole word of god what god say look to jesus okay and the cup the open hand Okay, the crown, the destiny, <clears throat> the ending. Last week we talked about the crowns. Okay, that is the calf together with the valve connected to the youth. It's the lamet. Ah, not down. Ah, look up. Okay, the youth, the power of God. So the divine power of God, oh, the power to get well, is in him because we are his children. And then the hey, the spirit of God as well as the window, right, to enter into this spiritual realm where we will never have any need on this earth. We don't have one. Sometimes we just think only and God calls some angels or whoever it is to come and bring that thing that you're thinking about for you. See, this is entering into God's wealth. It's called segula, the wealth. Closely shut up, it means the jewel, peculiar treasure, the proper good. We are the special people of God. The jewels, the jewels. So we have blazing jewels, right? Yeah. Tell them what's the meaning of their jewels. God's wealth. And it's in these four beautiful, powerful alphabet. Okay. His possession, his property. That's why he, he's so good. Okay. So in Psalms 119, the psalmist has this revelation of uh, Lamed in eight verses. Yeah, that day I told uh, Elsa, right? Why Psalms 119? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's not that we get some revelation from this. No, it's written. God gave it to uh, King David. All these letters. Eight verses each. Lamed, your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Why your word? Teaching. Okay? Lamed basically has the meaning of teaching. Or learning and teaching. Learning and teaching from where? From words. Okay? Can you learn from somebody if he doesn't say anything? <laughs> yeah. Imagine you go for your class teacher and then the teacher, quiet one. Look at you, you look at her or you look at him. Are you learning anything? You probably learn eye language. <laughs> Maybe he love you. I don't love you. That kind of thing, you know. Love me, love me not. Lovers have this uh, eye contact. But normal teaching, is from words, 
All right, you learn everything from words. In English, in whatever language, it starts from alphabets. That's where your word, okay? Dava, actually this word, in uh, we, we learned a bit already, right? Dava, which is also part of the meaning of Deborah, all right? The name, that's why God said, put, put add into the name Stephanie, crown, word of God, all right? Remember the crown of Torah is the, the calf. It's eternal. So Lamet talks about teaching, learning, teaching, God's word. yud he is Lord. It stands firm in heaven. Why you want to learn some teaching that is only applicable for earthly lives? When we are spirit eternal being. Your eternal being learns something that is for eternity. <laughs> right? Because this life will pass away. So learn eternal, eternal life. What is eternal life? Through God's word. That is eternal life. Spirit and life that will last you applicable for this earth as well as for eternity, which is in our spirit. Your faithfulness flows from one generation to the next. All that you created sits firmly in place to testify of you. By your decree, everything stands at attention for all that you have made serves you because your words are my deepest delight. See, all the letters point to God's word with a different aspect all right, of God's word. Your words are deepest, my deepest delight. Don't say it just like them. Really? <laughs> really? Is it your deepest delight? That means, what's the deepest delight? Nothing else can really enjoy the most is God's word. That's why when you read Psalms, you will say, how the psalmist said, you know, I love the, the, the word more than my necessary food. You know, some people love food more, right? <laughs> it's not wrong. But when you come to this state, uh, it's through learning and realizing that God's word is so delightful, like honey, right? Just now I said, teaching is like honey. Learning the alphabet, that's how the Jews do to help their children learn and realizing that it is delightful. So next time for uh, Rachel, you put some honey there <laughs> in her Bible. <laughs> so after that, oh, you see, oh, maybe not honey, but some food there. So it's delicious. Learning God's word is delicious. Okay, It's a delight. I didn't give up all, when all else was lost. Turn to God's word, right? I can never forget the profound revelations you have taught me. Teaching. Teaching involves time. How many of you learn in one second can uh, learn everything? Right? Teacher also cannot teach you in one second or 10 minutes. It takes time to teach. It takes time to learn. For they have kept me alive more than once. Lord, I'm all yours and you are my savior. I've sought to live my life pleasing to you. All yours means everything. <laughs> so that's why I, in the ministry, we always joke when uh, doing water baptism. Some people will say, we have the revelation, Lord, uh, you, you, you know, I want to baptize water, saying that I belong to you. So they said, Pastor, can you baptize my wallet also? <laughs> that means all that I have really, you know, I put it all under Jesus. Go in, die already. No more money have any more hope on my life. So, okay, okay, you want to baptize your wallet? Okay, okay. <laughs> Right. Everything belongs to God because He gave us life. And you are my Savior. 
right? It sought my whole life to live pleasing to you. Ah, this is not the, the understanding of today. Uh, we are not trying to please God. Okay. Yeah, that is a very, very basic understanding of grace, lah, you know, because we are pleasing to God because of Jesus. But after that, after that, you realize that, you know, God don't uh, punish you. God is pleased with you, whether you do right or do wrong, all that because of Jesus, not because of anything else, what you did. Then it is natural. Okay, this is the supernaturally natural part that as his child, you want to please him. Okay, this is the different one. It's not the lawful pleasing God in order to be blessed. You're already blessed. But now you look at the Torah, look at the teaching, uh, look at the whole Bible, actually. Right, and you see what pleases God. Learning pleases God. All right, looking up pleases God. Right, faith pleases God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And what is faith? Faith is trusting and acting upon God's instructions, God's word. That's how we please Him today. Okay. <clears throat> Even though evil men wait in ambush to kill me, I will set my heart for you to understand more of your ways. So it's the understanding part. Remember Solomon? Yeah, he said, What did he? Uh, God said, Ask for me after he offered his uh, offering. And then he said, I will ask for understanding heart, a listening heart. Okay. So, uh, to understand what? More of your ways. Those are the leaders that God can use. Moses, understand the ways of God. The children of God only want to experience miracles. They say what? I don't want to hear from God. Uh, Moses, you go listen from God. <laughs> and then you tell us. So wasted. Okay, so the devotion, all that to help you all to go and draw near to God. Hear from God yourself as well. Teachings, all right? The understanding heart. Solomon asked the, the best thing that you may give me an understanding heart to know you. Okay? And God said, because you have asked these things, see, that's the main thing, teaching, learning, that of his ways, and so he said, I will also give to you what you didn't ask. Wealth. All right? The, the natural possessions of this earth. But he asked for learning, understanding heart. To know the ways of God. Psalms 109.36 I've learned that there's nothing perfect in this imperfect world. <laughs> I have learned. See the word learning there? The word lamet uh, there? It takes time to learn this. Okay? That there is nothing perfect in this imperfect world except what? Except your word. It's still not too late to learn this <laughs> if you haven't learned it yet. <laughs> okay, that in this whole world, there's nothing perfect except God's word. Complete, perfect. You learn from Aleph to now this letter. Yud he he, behold the hand, behold the will. The, the nail, Jesus Christ. The beginning, the end, the beginning and the end of our whole life on this earth and forever in heaven. <laughs> He is the beginning. That's the beginning of wisdom, the fear of the Lord. The words of God, okay? Which, for they bring such fantastic freedom into my life, contemporary English in the PPT. 
Ah, have you experienced fantastic freedom <laughs> from God's word? Tiding free you or not? <laughs> or, or make you more fearful? <laughs> ah, tiding is to free us from the concern of our life on this earth. Enough to pay bill, enough to, right? Because why? Tiding honors God and says, God, you take care of my finances from now onwards. <laughs> it's supposed to free us. So if that, that's why if you don't have a revelation, then it, in, in the end, it will make you more frightened. <laughs> so, so don't, Paul says, right? Don't give, don't anything. Tide all that out of fear. Out of revelation, it's supposed to give you freedom in your life. Because when you tie, you say, God, you take care of it. Then we're acknowledging that God is real, right? Who He who comes to God must believe that He exists in Hebrews 11.6. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, the word of God is supposed to free us, not put us in bondage. And when we act upon any word of God, we act in faith. Okay? Act in faith that God exists. Hebrew letters helping us to see that God exists. And he is the most powerful being. And he will give us life. Okay? Life comes from it. That's why tithing testify that Jesus is alive in Hebrews. And if he is alive, your God is a living God. He surely can do and prosper you and make sure that you will never have any need in your life. Nothing is completely perfect except your teachings. Whoa, this is what the psalmist said. Really? We think, oh, this one is very good. Huh? This is very good. That very good. It's his teachings that is very good. The teachings of the world without Christ, without God, only for the head and only for temporary. Ours is eternal and it covers everything. The blessings of God should make us truly rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Don't have to worry about death, dying early, accident or anything when you have followed God's teachings. <clears throat> Okay, summing up, teaching and learning is the song of Lamet <clears throat> together with purpose. This letter contains the joy of purpose or <clears throat> meaningfulness. Joy of youth is spirituality and joy and youth sits on top of the Lamet. <clears throat> okay. When we respond positively to our adversities, we rise up into the tower and we attain the youth of spirituality. We can see further than the average person. When you go up, you can see far, far further, right? If you're always down, <laughs> that's why you take aeroplane, you go up, you can see, hey, actually everything is like so small. <laughs> you know, nothing is, but when we come back down, then we look, wow, the problem is so big. The Lamet helps us to look up, learn from God, learn his teachings, his ways. And you can see farther than the rest. We are, receive the spirit of prophecy, Jesus Christ, Jesus. The Bible, the Torah, and the whole Bible help us to see beyond. Because people see what? Hey, I got this problem. But when you have God's word, you see beyond. Hey, yeah, the problem is just to lead you to, <laughs> to your, your, your destiny, to your purpose, and 
you, you to, to what God wants for you in your life. Yeah, so small, need this problem. But you keep on looking down, you're not into the lament. The teaching, look up. Learning, look up. And you will see further. You're able to counsel others instead of people always counseling you. <laughs> counsel with what? With godly wisdom, not human wisdom. Okay? To tell them, this is not the end of your life. Lah. <laughs> There's so much more in life. Okay? This whole thing, God will change it. And I guarantee you, not because of what I've experienced, but because of what God's word say. All things will go together for good for those who love God or all his lovers and are called according to his purpose. Romans 8.28. Do you know this verse inside your heart? Or you still have to? See, all the word of God, if it's inside your heart, it comes out naturally. You can see further. It's not the end. Huh? Yeah. Looks, because what does God's word say? Everything that happens on this earth is temporary. We see the sickness, we see the pain, we see the, the lack. But if we have God's word, we see beyond. And you can tell them, don't worry, it's not like this one. It will pass. Look up. Look to the word of God. Right? We see further than the average person. That's why we are people with vision. The Bible says, two things that the people will die or perish. Perish means... Uh, you will live a, remember, death and life, right? You will live a, a life that is half dead, one, <laughs> which is lack of revelation knowledge. My people will perish. The other one is lack of, lack of what? What is, what Hannah say? Can see your mouth, but cannot hear. Lack of, lack of God's words. <laughs> <laughs> that is the revelation <laughs> knowledge. Uh, not God's word. Okay, now be careful also. Huh? It's not like oh, I must memorize, I must have a lot of God's word. It's a lot of revelation of God's word. Okay, so a person can go to Bible school and then have no uh, Genesis from uh, to Revelation, can quote every single verse, but has no life, no joy, no peace. Revelation is very important. The hay, the window. Okay, that is all behind everybody there or next to you. The window into the spiritual realm. Okay, so it's not just about putting uh, Bible verses into us. It's revelation. Okay, and then the other one, the verse, without revelation, my people perish without knowledge. Okay, the other one is without understanding. Okay, understanding is together with revelation. Without action. <laughs> together with revelation <laughs> okay without vision okay without vision my people perish i forgot the text already you can google and find where it just just put without vision my people perish google will tell you where where the verse is one one of inside one of the prophet prophets books could be daniel or somewhere there without vision my people perish. See, Lamed gives you vision, teaching, okay, spiritual teaching right, of God's word. Give you understanding, give you revelation, and therefore give you vision so that you can see far. Most people just see, <laughs> this is it. Got one uh, table, got one chair. Okay. But the, the spiritual, uh, the physical realm, that's what Dalit talks about, is physical realm. But vision is 
not the what the world vision say, you know, how much millions I'm going to earn later, but what is in eternity? What is God's purpose for your life, my life, our lives on this earth? Why are we here on this planet? And what is in the future? Vision, right? How many more souls can be saved? Do you have vision to see souls saved through your life, through this ministry? That's vision, right? Each one going into the gifts and the callings of God. And when Jesus comes, whether some people say, okay, I don't believe in rapture. All right, you don't believe in rapture, it's fine. When we go, you just stay behind. <laughs> and also, you also, you don't, if you don't believe in rapture, you also cannot escape this living forever in this world. You still have to meet your creator one day. Okay, so there's no way to escape. God, eternity, it will come. We like it or not, whether rapture or no rapture, for those who don't believe in rapture, yeah, you still have to meet God one day in your life. Cannot escape, okay? So vision of life beyond this earth. And of the last week, we talked about all the rewards of the crowns. Yeah, Rebecca won already. So she got vision already now. <laughs> okay, she caught this. This is the eternal, the, the spiritual one. I want this spiritual crown. Not only one, I want all of them. That's vision. And, or if you don't have vision, you'll say, I want later one. Why I want it? It comes from the new heart now, from the teaching and the learning. We receive vision. Okay, you see beyond the average person. Why you want this crown? I cannot see you so. And then Rebecca will say, yeah, I'll be learning about the Hebrew letters, about who God is. I won. <laughs> the word of God, everything inside that, I won. And how? More and more teaching, learning, acting, right? Brings you to that. You have vision. You're able to bring people vision, also like hope, you know? Beyond what you see on this earth. Without vision, my people perish. God's people, okay? With purpose, there is a purpose. He shows us the desire of the spirit within the heart. The pursuit of Christ-likeness never ceases until we behold him. Okay, On this earth, we will never be like 100% fully like Christ. But there is this excitement in the heart that we are moving forward. We are getting more and more like him. We are not trying to be like him. But through teaching, through learning, we are being transformed, right? All the Hebrew alphabets have power to transform. We have been transformed. Each time we hear God's word, something changes inside our heart, in, including our mind. Every part of us longing for God. All right? This is the purpose of every human, uh, every child of God. We want to be, be like Him and we will. That's why it will only have, it will completely happen when in uh, Thessalonians, when in a moment, in a twinkling of eye, you will be transformed. You have a new body and you'll be changed to be like him. So when you think of this lament, think of learning and teaching together. Huh? Learning and teaching comes together in this word lament. Think of the head and the heart that God wants to unite. <laughs> Now, the furthest distance is between the head in this whole world is between the head and the heart. So the world tried to teach that also, right? But God tells us we can have that, okay? When in the developing of the hidden man of the heart, right? 
think of your troubles not as intrusions in your life, but to give you a purpose and an understanding, listening heart. Right? Because you're going up there. The Lamet reaches up to the sky, to the youth. All right? Highest, tallest letter. A listening heart sees much further than any other heart. First, you need to listen, hear, right? The teachings of God. Hear, hear. How you hear is very important. Jesus said, listen, how you hear. Listen with a heart to obey, learn, to grow, to do, to observe. That's in Joshua 1 8, right? Okay. Are you will just come back to what Jesus said, right? Are you weary, having a bur heavy burden? Come to me. It's a famous verse, all right? In, uh, Jesus said one. I will refresh your life. So it's not that we just uh, feel good and then go off and carry all the burdens. But when we have proper teaching, you see, you see what Jesus said. For well, I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways. This is the lament there. Learning. Okay, we will never stop learning. Not even in heaven. Continue to learn. Okay, in heaven. Learn my way. Maybe that time in heaven, Elijah will be teaching us. <laughs> because the head already reached the heart already. Okay? <laughs> Go all the way to heaven already. Okay, so learn my ways. Learn what? Learn my ways. The word of God is the ways of God. If you can discover God's ways in his word, the way of love, the way of kindness, the way, you know, all the way of God, not the, the fruits of the spirit, the gifts of the spirit, how God wants to use these gifts, how he wants to prosper us, right? We learn from him. Now, Rebecca, very bold, really, when she share in the uh, tiny offering, y'all, y'all need money? <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, right? Because people go and learn how to make money from the world and we have the understanding, right? The teaching of God, how to be wealthy without all those uh, stress, okay? How to be without need, the happier, how to be the happiest person on this earth without having a million dollars in your account. <laughs> the rich people cannot have that. Without God, they don't have. How to sleep? Mm, nice sleep. All of you have been having good sleep, right? Yeah, without a million dollars in your account. Whereas the one who have a million dollars cannot sleep because they scared the bank will close. <laughs> Bankrupt, then their money all gone. <laughs> okay. And in the last days, money has got no more value. Don't forget that, the tribulation. So store up your treasure in heaven, not on this earth. But on this earth, you'll be, God promises us a life of no needs. No, no, nothing inside you that, that ever want anything. You think of something, God give it to you already. Learn my ways. And you will discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. Ah, God is not hard to please. You'll find refreshment and rest in me. You can rest, you know, no more stress. Rest, rest, right? That God loves you. He will prosper you. He will take care of you, your life, your family, your children, all. But learn, you have to learn his way. Okay, his way. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy too bad. And in the message version, it's also interesting. Are you tired? Worn out? If, if we do anything in this world that gives you that tiredness inside, then just chuck it aside. Go back to be refreshed by God's word. Burn out of on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. Remember? 
death and life, not right or wrong, death and life. I'll show you how you can take a real rest. Oh, Jesus. And how do you come to Jesus? No need to imagine the physical Jesus. It's his word. Right? When you go into his word, like some of you, uh, uh, Evelyn, go and enjoying reading God's word for yourself, the Bible, all right? Without listening to any sermon or what. There is an aspect for all the different parts, okay? Where you just read God's word, right? Uh, uh, and uh, who is the other one? Uh, Ruth Go, right? Can God can uh, Holy Spirit can talk to her about Rose Lamb, <laughs> right? Yeah, you can. That's another part, right? That, that you are now learning as well through devotion. You have life. You can go into your job really smiling, not taking your smile. Stress inside and then outside, you have to smile. Ah, yeah. Why you want to live that kind of life? <laughs> you want to live a life where the joy comes from inside you. That's why some of you are receiving the anointing of joy. Even you. Your mind says cannot uh, rejoice. The spirit, boom, <laughs> is still smiling, keeping you happy. Huh, Rebecca, right? Laugh. <laughs> the joy of the Lord, more and more, every Sunday, the fire of God, right? You relax in Him. And then we just keep learning. Sometimes we got it wrong, but that's where correction takes place. So, okay. If no correction, how do we learn more? Right? God also correct us. Walk with me and work with me. You're supposed to work with God in our working business, uh, work or whatever job, right? Work with God. And then you'll know how to work with your colleagues, know how to work with the boss because you'll know which, what to do. The wisdom, okay, comes from walking with God, working with God. Watch how I do it. The disciples, how Jesus teach the disciples. He showed them, right? If they need to pay tax, go to the fish. <laughs> the money is inside the mouth of the fish. And then he, Jesus is always relaxed, right? He's never at any time afraid or, or stressed, right? With the people dead, huh? people who come for yeah, sickness and all that. Was he ever stressed? There was not a moment of stress. But there are times he go to the mountain to pray. So that's why he teach the disciples. and say, whatever I do, whatever I say, all I hear my father say. He is a learner himself. Jesus, he's still learning and listening to God, hearing heart. Jesus is hearing and seeing what the Father do, he do. That's why the disciples learn from him. Walk with me, walk with me, watch how I do it. What, do what? How I live this life of rest. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Oh, is it just, okay, I know grace already. No, we have to learn what grace is all about learn the unforced rhythms of grace it's not just grace it's not okay i know jesus saved me and now i have no more curse finish it is finished it's not finished <laughs> finish in a sense of your redemption is finished but the journey on this life not yet it begins in grace and then he will teach us how to walk from the manual from god's word learn the unforced rhythm of grace. Grace is not stress. How do you know it? You're so used to a life of stress, a life of self-effort, a life of the self-made man and the self-made woman, a life of I will do it. Now, grace is different. He will do it for you. Wow. What is that? <laughs> if it's head knowledge, it will just, okay, amen, and then go back into I will do it. So we need to learn. 
right? What does it mean that he will do for us? Okay, how do we know? Learn. The unforced, no one forced one. Rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me. Psalms 1. The beginning of all wisdom. Don't keep company with people who have, don't have the wisdom of God. Right? And you live, learn to live what? Free and easy. <laughs> they want free and easy. How many of you like to go on tours? And then, oh, I have to wake up, uh, the, the, wake up early, the... the what the, the guide, tour guide, everyone, so heavy. In the end, after seeing all the places, you need to take another holiday after that holiday. <laughs> you come back very stressed. <laughs> right? But learning from God, from His word, gives you the freedom and the life. When you go out into the world, you don't have to put on a fake. But people will look at you as if you've got no need, no problem. Light and easy. Because at the end, it's because you got God. You don't have to fake it. It's real. Learn, but you have to learn, right? The Holy Spirit, the helper, Jesus said, first you learn from the word, okay? Jesus said at his feet, learn, have understanding, revelation, learning, teaching. And then he says, then I will send to you someone else so include it. besides the word you have the person of the holy spirit <laughs> whom the father will send in my name he will ah what's the first thing besides there's so many things but one thing is he will teach lament holy spirit is the greatest teacher <laughs> okay all our wisdom all our knowledge everything cannot surpass what holy spirit knows holy spirit teach you a few things, all things. That's why Esther and uh, uh, Evelyn's daughter, right? And she pray in tongues. Holy Spirit teach her how to answer the questions in the exam. <laughs> he knows mathematics. Holy Spirit knows science. He knows how to do business. He knows how to do everything. And everything, the wisdom comes from teaching. That's why we go to school, right? So, spiritual things also need to be taught and caught as well. So, you can see many Christians who born again, good. They can now enter heaven. But the thing is, if they're not baptized with the Spirit, Holy Spirit, the Word of God still cannot, they cannot understand. So, we need to receive the baptism of Holy Spirit. When Holy Spirit comes in, He will teach you all things. And bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So you need the word because we don't know what Jesus said. Holy Spirit want to remind you of what? You only can remember what Elsa said. <laughs> oh, I remember. She said like this, like this about multimedia. Nothing wrong. Huh? Very good. She's helping us with that. But what I mean is man's words can pass away. But Holy Spirit will only remind you of living words spiritually alive words of wisdom and it comes from God's word. Okay? From the Bible. Then only he can re re uh, bring to remembrance. So, if you don't put God's word in, there's nothing he can bring to remembrance for you. So, the word teach in the Greek is didesko. Alright? To teach. 
to instruct, be a teacher, impart instruction. Holy Spirit is our teacher, in, in, in give us instruction, give us revelation, instill doctrine into a person, and then explain or expound. Okay, so Holy Spirit is our main teacher. And then the Bible says, so when we learn God's ways, God also give us earthly teachers or the fivefold ministry. God, this is the, the, the part in the picture is written by another rabbi. God gives us teachers and pastors to instruct us, okay, to help us to undergo into the word, understand God. He gives in a, eh, where is the verse? Ephesians, okay. And he gives to the church were, and his gifts to the church were varied. So the fivefold ministry, he himself appointed. Okay, we don't self-appoint ourselves or the church elect the apostle. <laughs> Holy Spirit, God elect apostles are the special me messengers or representatives, the sent out ones. Those who God has put that apostolic uh, ability in them to set up set up uh, churches to no, normally the apostles will be the founder as well as they have gifts in other the other aspect they have also the prophetic gift evangelistic gift also pastor and teacher that's the apostle that's what paul is right peter and all the uh, uh, disciples that became apostles you notice they were first disciples under jesus after the holy spirit came they were all apostles already okay they were all sent out. But the first part, they had to go through disciple. That means they learned from the teacher, Jesus, at that time. Right? Discipline, learning, being trained. And then when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they can be sent out. Okay? So apostles, then you have prophets. The different, uh, these are office ministry. The other one is the gift. Office means they stand in that office. That is a bigger, higher calling. All right. The office of apostle, prophet, the evangelist who spread the news, good news, and then pastors and teachers. So remember, you don't have to be an evangelist to be a witness. Okay. The evangelist is those like Reha Onke and all those, right? Whom God has specially called that they will, their whole life is just preaching the gospel to thousands and thousands of people. Okay. But for us, Start with Acts chapter 1, verse 8. All right, you are filled with the Holy Spirit and go to be a witness unto Jesus. Then you have the pastors, or the pastor just means shepherd. Okay, so you have the main pastor, the senior pastor, and then the others can be uh, CG pastors, shepherding people. <laughs> That's why I teach you all for the service here how to shepherd, right? And the, the, the main key of a pastor is to have the people, the sheep in your heart. Learn from the shepherd. Okay, so the pastor is, <laughs> right? But have people in your heart. The sheep are, the people are God sheep, the shepherd sheep. So see pastors, it means shepherd. Okay, so you cannot be a shepherd if you have no sheep. <laughs> you understand? I want to be a pastor, shepherd. Where are your sheep left? Right? I got no sheep, but I'm a shepherd. <laughs> then you, sheep, you shepherd what? <laughs> okay. Okay. So you have sheep. 
Okay, a shepherd has sheep, and where are the sheep? Jesus showed us the example, right? When there's even to, to take care of the sheep, you have the shepherd's rod. That's the lamet, the shepherd's uh, rod, right? To take if the sheep go far, far away, all right, they are under your care. Then you use the rod, bring them back in love. Okay, the care for them, but your own children, loved ones inside your heart. Okay, that is the shepherd. Then the teacher. This one is the office where you have a certain anointing more than the rest where you're able to teach, bring into understanding, open up the, the word of God. So these are special gifts, all right? The teacher can uh, shepherd, guide, and the pastor and teacher can guide and instruct. So remember, shepherd got no sheep. <laughs> Or your sheep run away from you already. <laughs> then you shepherd what? Okay, so shepherd must have sheep, okay, that will follow you and listen to you. Okay, Ephesians 4. Uh, and he did actually this, the, just now is from Ephesians, all right? It should go up there. And he, he did this to fully equip. So he gave all these gifts to, to do what? The fivefold ministry is for what? To equip, to fully equip and perfect the saints for work of service. To build up the body of Christ, the church. See, they didn't say to build up the building. <laughs> the building of Christian. He said to build up the body of Christ, the church. So the church is not the building. Okay? But it is you and me, the body. We are life people. Right? The church means the called out ones in Greek. Until we all reach oneness in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, growing spiritually. We don't need to teach people to grow natural, uh, physically already, right? They know how to grow physically. <laughs> Just eat a lot, okay? So, an exercise. And then they know they grow physically. But here we need to learn because we don't know how to grow spiritually, okay? So that's why God put in the Pastors, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and all that. A fivefold in the church, in the body, not in the building, right? In the body of Christ to help the people, to equip them to, to um, become what? Mature believer, no more babies, right? So some of you are babies, but come in, grow, learn, feed, learn spiritual, grow spiritually, okay? Because that is eternal. Become a matured believer. See, got matured believer and baby believer. How many of you want to continue to be baby believers? No need to put up your hands. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, me, give me food, give me milk. Okay, that is for babies. Okay, after a while, then you're supposed to feed them already. Okay, you become the matured believer, you become a shepherd feed the sheep, not give announcements. <laughs> okay, those earlier will understand. Not give announcements to your sheep. Okay, tell them, okay, today got this meeting. Uh, you come, no. Baby, you tell them, okay, today, baby, you need to come to the table and eat food. You go to them, right? When they are baby, you cook already. You ask your baby, come up from the crib, from the cradle. Huh? The food is on the table. You come and to the table. No, right? They are babies. You go to them and feed them. 
Okay, you don't just send a message to the baby and say, baby, <laughs> today got meeting. <laughs> How you all raise your children like that, what is it? <laughs> the babies. You send message to them to attend service. No, they are babies, spiritual babies. You go to them. Okay, you love them. You feed them. Give them the milk. Give them the word. Teach them. Right? When they are big already, then they become mature. Then they will do teach the other, their children, his spiritual children. So if you still haven't come to that place, yeah, learn, learn and grow to become a shepherd, to become a mature believer where you can feed others, all right? Reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. So having received Mercy and forgiveness, we lead others into this life, this new life, and unto, onto the way of righteousness. So when you grow to maturity more, okay, now Jesus, you can do the commission that Jesus tells us to do. Babies cannot go out, okay? So now wherever you go, make disciples, okay? Disciples, discipline people, discipline in spirit, soul, body and who are following the master. Every disciple has a master. Then you call disciple, Sifuwa. Okay, so time to disciple others. Preach the gospel. The earlier one is go out and preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And what do disciples do? Teach. Okay. You may not have the full gifting of a teacher in the office, but you must be able to teach a little bit. Teach them to faithfully follow all that I've commanded you. See, follow what? Follow the teachings. Right? Follow the ways of God that God has given to us. All right? And never forget that I'm with you every day, even to the completion of this age. It's a beautiful promise that God is with us every day for those who are discipling, okay? The others also, yes, uh, <laughs> okay? But special, Jesus gave a very specific promise to those who will go out and preach the gospel and make disciples and teach others the word of God. Not teach them your own theory. <laughs> okay, teach them what God teach us, all right? And then, he is with you all the, all the time. Holy Spirit will help you. A pupil, I think this is the last slide. A pupil is not above his teacher, but everyone after he has been fully trained. See, there's training. All right? That's why uh, Apostle Paul uh, teaches uh, the young pastor, Timothy, about besides the church, you see it as a, a body right? with different members, different parts. He also likened the body of Christ to uh, training like a soldier, like a farmer, all right? All these different aspects in the physical realm also can see more clearly the spiritual realm. Disciple come from dis the, uh, discipline, all right? Training needs discipline. Soldier. So remember, babies don't go and fight. But if you grow up already, then you are matured, you can be like a soldier. And how do how does Adina, if uh, Singapore got go to this uh, 
training, right? Malaysia don't have. <laughs> or some have escaped one. <laughs> so that's why I never go through the, the type of training of discipline. Basically, it's discipline. All right? Discipline of the body, the mind. And then now, this is what even then we say, oh, we come to serve the Lord. No need discipline already. No. Okay. It's all there. You can say, okay, I want to become a pastor, but no discipline, you will fail. I can tell you from reality. Okay. You'll fail because discipline is the main word for here, disciple. Okay. And soldier, all the aspect, the way of God, why he said, well, you know, follow instructions and all that. Right? And to the to the one who teach you. Jesus said, what happens when a blind man pretends to guide another blind man? They both stumble into the ditch or the drain. And how could the apprentice know more than his master? For only after he's fully qualified will he be at that level. It's beautiful about humility here. Actually, I also didn't really fully get it in the past because the, the world teaching is that, oh, I am your, I mean, you have the Sifu and apparently you can be greater than your Sifu. But then God didn't say that. God's word said differently. He said, you will never be above your teacher. Okay? It says that the, the apprentice can never know more than the master. He, but, but after his fully got, he'll be at that level, but not more. All right, we cannot be higher than our teacher. That's like the disciples will never be higher than Jesus. But you can do, Jesus said, when he said, you will do greater things than I do, it's not meaning that they are higher than him. But it means that he was limited by time and space in the terms of miracles at that time, right? Because he can only be at one place at one time. But to the disciples now can be further and they have the Holy Spirit, so unlimited. And also, it, it's, it's, it means different, but it, it, there's still that, that humility there that we always submit and respect the teacher, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the shepherd, earthly one that God has put over us to teach us and guide us. Can a blind man guide a blind man? Wouldn't they both end up in the ditch? An apprentice doesn't lecture the master. The point is to be careful who you follow as your teacher. It's Jesus' wisdom there. Because there are many teachers in this world. Can be godly, can be from the world or what, whoever it is. It, Jesus said, be careful. All right, the point, who you follow, because that is how you will be shaped. That's how you will live your life according to your teacher teach you. Right? So we are so blessed, right? That Holy Spirit, Jesus, we can learn from him. This, this letter, Lamed, right? The teaching should teach us more and more to be more humble, more and more look to God. Anyone who teaches you to look to yourself, your self-power, it's not don't follow that teacher yeah because it's the blind leading the blind you already don't know where to go in this life someone someone teach you not from god's word god's ways both will enter into the ditch the drain right learn god's ways right and you will have a fulfilled life 
of purpose, learning, teaching, and purpose. That is the song of the Lamech that we learned this morning. Okay, it's humility and submission we learn and to be like Jesus. Amen. To be the mature believer. <laughs> okay, amen. <laughs> so, praise the Lord today. Trust that your learn and teach and learning and teaching is sweet. Okay, like the Hebrew people and the Jews, jewels. They are the wealth of God. God is proud of every one of us when we learn his ways, walk in his ways, you will shine in the world. Have faith in God, right? It's teaching. Teaching help us school. Teaching really mature someone. God's teaching, okay? Do not be swayed by anything in the world. He loves us so much. Hmm? Okay, so we'll stop here. Then tomorrow we have uh, go through again, all right? Catch, remember, catch the revelation from the letter. Don't learn the Hebrew letter like learning a language from the head only, okay? <laughs> Put it into your heart, right? What this whole thing is all about. And really, from this letter, because remember, this letter is the second part of the whole uh, 12, 22 alphabets, right? It's the, our race. I think I didn't put the picture here. The first two, 20, the first 12, 11 alphabets is about our redemption, Jesus. Then the second 22, uh, second 12 letters, our race on this earth, race, R-A-C-E, running the race. Okay, so how, how do we start this race? This life on this earth, this journey on this earth after redemption, because Lamet also speaks of resurrection, right? Looking up. So now you have your sins forgiven. You have risen to a new life, right? Like water baptism, dead with him, all right, buried, and then rose again. So from this new life, how? Start with looking up. Yeah, up. With the, you know, the letter is the highest the point up one to the youth. Up, the connector, valve there to bring you up. The calf is the power of God. So now this power will be released when we look up. All right, so we will continue with the other more letters to come in our life. So powerful, okay? This new dimension of a victorious life in Christ start by looking up, by learning and teaching from him, from the Torah, from the whole Bible. All scripture is given by inspiration. All right, from God and the Holy Spirit. Okay, bye-bye. See you all uh, tomorrow uh, for those in KL physical meeting. Come, don't miss the anointing, what God is doing powerfully at Lowe's residence. And uh, Holy Spirit Power Feast in two weeks' time, uh, September 2nd, eh, 3rd and 4th. Okay, and then we are going on the Daniel fast, starting from this Sunday evening. So come for the physical meeting, you still get to eat meat <laughs> for one more time <laughs> before the 20 days, 21 days fast. Most of you have gone through the 21 days fast. If you haven't and not very sure, uh, you want to participate in this uh, Daniel fast to seek the Lord, okay? It's not just a health fast, but the side benefit is the health. But the main purpose of the fast is to seek God. What God is pouring out, all right? more and bring people to come okay as you have been blessed by holy spirit power feast one and two right the the anointing is getting 
even more as, as you all are opening up to the teachings and all that. It's, it's about the container as well. All right. You want, you hunger, you desire. Uh, Esther, tell me, you know, you desire for God and God will fill you, all right, as you come. So uh, preparing for it, you do a Daniel fast. Okay, so as I said, those who don't know what Daniel fast is, uh, just, just let us know. If need, then we will do a, a, a group or add you into the previous fast group to guide a bit on all the those on the, the food part. And then uh, if Ying Ying, you're here, right? You can come, fly come, right, to uh, KL. Do come, right? Most welcome uh, to Thank join you. in. Thank Huh? Yes, I, I'll try if I can. If I can yeah. make it. Yeah, you try, huh? You try. Yes. And then you pray, Thank God you will open time. the way for you. All you need to do is in your heart say, Lord Jesus, I want to go. Ah, you just need to, to have that desire and God will open the way for you. Yes, uh -huh. amen. You, you have that desire, you tell God you want to go, the path will be opened by Him. He will do it for you. And you can come and receive the teaching, the anointing, the presence of God for you to carry back to Myanmar. All right? Yes, Wonderful yes. thing. Come, Thank you. because this Thanks. is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Don't miss it. You'll never yes. be the same. Hmm? Push okay. away all the other obstacles or whatever in the mind that stop you. Say, Lord, nothing stop me. Okay? Because God, okay. I want you. I want you in my life. It's already started in your life. Now, this walk, this journey, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit more. All right. See you. Yes. Okay. And the rest of you do plan to come. The uh, choice, make a decision. All right. And then God will open the way and you will make it. <laughs> okay. See you uh, tomorrow at 10 30. See you tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye, Yingying. See you, bye. Sarah, and the rest. Huh? Thank you, Peter. Okay, yeah, Tiara, bye-bye. See you, bye. Sarah. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Yeah, Wendy, see you, Magdalene, and come off. Bye-bye, God bless. Thank you, Pastor. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Amen.